Advancements in the medical field are giving nurses faster, more effective results than ever before. They should expect the same from their education, too. Capella University's game-changing FlexPath format allows you to set your own deadlines and leverage your experience to move faster through your program. So the faster you move, the more money you save. When you're ready, we'll be here. Visit capella.edu for a trial course at no cost to you. Capella University. Don't just learn, learn smarter. Welcome to Overwatch. Airing only on Firefall Talk Radio and the Firefall Network, I'm Richard Grund. You may not always agree with our point of view, but you will be challenged, informed, and hopefully inspired to do the research necessary to know more. You should want to know more. Overwatch was created to take the long-running reflections in the dark to the next level as a broader version of what Reflections in the Dark was meant to be. We take our spiritual, supernatural viewpoint of current events, politics, finance, cybersecurity, and trans prophecy, and the end times, religion, and the paranormal, and offer it to you for your consideration. Do your own research. Do not be ignorant or caught off guard. Ignorance will not be an excuse. Just as we went to air, CBC Canada reports that Air Canada has confirmed that a passenger aboard one of its flights from Montreal to Vancouver on Valentine's Day has tested positive for the novel coronavirus COVID number 19. The airline said health authorities confirmed the case on February 22nd, more than a week after the flight. It says it's working with public health authorities and taking all, quote, recommended measures. The plane departed from Pierre Elliott Trudeau Airport, and they don't know how long the passenger may have actually been in the airport. This news isn't going away. Tedros Ghebreyes, World Health Organization Director General, on Friday said, Our window of opportunity for containing the virus is narrowing, so we need to act quickly before it closes completely. But other public health experts believe the window is already closed. They believe that worrisome new developments are suggesting that containing the virus, particularly in low-resource settings, may no longer be possible. Anthony Fauci, head of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, said, quote, When several countries have widespread transmission and then spill over to other countries, it's inevitable. One cannot shut out the rest of the world. Michael Osterholm, director of University of Minnesota's Senate Center for Infectious Disease Research and Policy, agrees. I don't think the answer is shutting down the world to stop this virus. 
it's already out. Well, Reuters reported today at 3.30 p.m. that Austria denied entry to a train from Italy on suspicion that two of the travelers might be infected with the coronavirus. The interior minister said tonight on a train on its way from Venice to Munich was stopped at the Austrian border. The Italian state railways has informed Austrian train operator OBB that there were two people with fever symptoms on the train. The train is now waiting at the Brenner Pass in Italian territory. territory. The further procedure is currently being discussed with, together with Italian authorities, and it's unclear when the train will be able to continue on its journey, if at all. See, Italy is battling its own explosion of the coronavirus. We will talk about that a little bit later. So where are we? Well, 78,891 coronavirus cases around the world. The death toll has risen to 2,466, with all but 20 being in China. 23,386 have recovered. That means the rest are still sick. The disease has been detected in 28 countries beside China. The tally so far is South Korea has risen to number two with 220 new infections reported over 24 hours. 602 cases puts them right behind China. Japan has 135. Italy has risen to 132. Singapore, 89. Hong Kong, 74. Iran has jumped the ladder to 43 and growing. Thailand and the USA have 35. Taiwan, 28. Australia and Malaysia, 22. Germany and Vietnam, 16. United Arab Emirates, 13. France, 12. Macau, 10. Canada and the UK, 9. The Philippines and India, 3. Russia and Spain, 2. Lebanon, Nepal, Cambodia, Israel, Belgium, Finland, Sweden, Egypt, and Sri Lanka have won. The way this thing replicates, even the smaller numbers can become bigger numbers pretty quickly. The 35 cases in the United States are spread out this way. 15 in California, 11 in Nebraska, 3 in Texas, 2 in Illinois, 1 in Washington State, one in Arizona, one in Wisconsin, and one in Massachusetts. Many of these United States cases came from the Diamond Princess cruise ship, which was kept in a Japan harbor for two weeks. But without President Trump's knowledge or approval, 14 American citizens who tested positive for the virus were flown back to the states. Trump was furious at Alex M. Azar II, the head of the White House Intra-Agency Task Force on the Coronavirus and the Health and Human Services Secretary, as well as other top officials, for not being briefed. Officials at the State Department took it upon themselves to decide to bring back the citizens who had been quarantined on the Diamond Princess cruise ship in Japan after consulting with senior officials at the Department of Health and Human Services. But the officials at the Center for Disease Control and Prevention objected, and they were concerned that the passengers, among hundreds of Americans being evacuated from the ship, could spread the virus. Well, the decision was made and was not reported till the passengers 
had already arrived in the United States. Now, I don't know if that's ineptitude or deliberate, but it's not good. Those passengers had been bussed from Haneda Airport in Tokyo early Monday morning. Japanese officials had already told their American counterparts that laboratory tests for 14 passengers had come back positive. The test had been conducted two to three days earlier, but American officials, believing the timing of the results was unpredictable because of the volume of testing, began the evacuation anyway. What happened to error on the side of caution? After they learned that the 14 Americans tested positive, the American officials decided to let the entire group leave Japan under evacuation protocols, which means they put them in isolation on the plane behind sheets of plastic about 10 feet tall in the rear of the plane and flew them back to the United States. I don't know, that sounds to me like a very dangerous way to spread something, but what do I know? I'm not a government official. There were 634 infections and two deaths from the Diamond Princess alone. They had been isolated for two weeks at the port in Yokohama. The effort to contain the virus actually helped it to spread rapidly among the passengers. The cluster from the ship is the largest concentration of coronavirus cases outside of China, giving it its own category in the data compiled by the World Health Organization. One of the passengers, Dr. Arnold Hoplin, from Tennessee, a physician from Elizabethan, had been confined to his cabin for 23 hours a day, only with the clothes on his back after the couple's belongings had already been carried away on buses on Monday when they thought they were evacuating along with the other ship's American passengers. But his wife, Jeannie, tested positive and was immediately transported to a Japanese hospital. Rather than return to the United States, Dr. Hoplin stayed aboard the ship docked near Tokyo. His attitude was, and rightfully so, if my wife is staying, I'm staying too. That's what he told Nashville's WKRN-TV. He described the Diamond Princess as being basically full of the virus. We are essentially living in a petri dish to find out when we get infected. They designed an extremely flawed system, he told the station. Now, for a couple of days, just because they were underprepared, I can fully excuse that, but for it to continue for two weeks and continuing on for a minimum another two weeks, the ship is now completely infected with the virus. You know, I I read this stuff, and last week I apologized. I didn't want to go back and re-listen to the show. I know that I spoke very fast and made a lot of errors. I was trying to get a lot done within an hour. I'm not going to do that tonight. But also, as I read the information out loud that I've compiled, I begin to react to it. And I'm reacting to this now, wondering, what the heck were they thinking? Or were they thinking? You don't have to be a conspiracy nut to start looking at this and go, were you trying to stop it or were you trying to spread it? Anyway, he wouldn't leave without his wife, and the only way that they can communicate is in daily phone calls. Foxnews.com headline, the coronavirus fears have prompted the FBI to order $40,000 in hand sanitizers and face masks. 
The FBI has purchased $40,000 worth of hand sanitizer and face masks, quote, in case the coronavirus becomes a pandemic in the United States, according to an acquisition document signed Friday. The order reportedly includes face masks from the 3M Manufacturing Company, as well as disinfectants from PDI Healthcare. By the way, you can find them on Amazon if you look it up just by putting the names of the companies if you're interested. Both virus prevention products were directed, quote, to be stored throughout the country for distribution in the event of a declared pandemic, according to the document. The agency said it was, quote, taking preemptive measures by procuring these items now. And Suchat, a top CDC official, said this is the time to open up your pandemic plans and see that things are in order. This is the Bureau's pandemic preparedness. The face masks from 3M, the disinfectants from PDI Healthcare, and they just want them on hand in case the virus spreads throughout the United States. Now, should you do that? You do whatever you feel led to do. My wife and I have discussed this. Should we just bring some extra food on hand just in case the things that won't go bad that we can keep even if we don't need to use them in the next two weeks or the next couple of months. But the fact remains, supply lines are going to be disrupted, although China is primarily a technological export. That same technology are parts for products in the warehouses and the machinery and things like that. So I can't tell you if food is going to be disrupted. I can tell you that prescription drugs will be disrupted. If you have a need for prescription drugs, you may want to see if you can get them filled. And just in case, better to be safe than sorry. The hand sanitizer and wipes that the FBI is getting kill 40, 54 different microorganisms within a minute. So the disinfectant has both speed and power. What I'm wondering is most of the doctors are saying neither the masks or these disinfectants will work, but their attitude is they want to keep uh, them on hand for human life and safety component, and they're critical to keeping the employees safe. Now, hand sanitizers, how, how long can this new coronavirus last on surfaces anyway? Oh, yes, by the way, it travels from human to human. It travels by droplets of moisture in the air. It can stay alive on things for a period of time, but how long? Well, the short answer is they don't know. But since this new coronavirus resembles other human coronaviruses, such as a cousins like SARS and MERS, It can stay on surfaces such as metal, glass, or plastic for as long as nine days, according to a new study. In comparison, the regular flu virus only lasts 48 hours after being exposed. Last week, I reported that the CDC official Ann Suchet urged U.S. hospitals to prepare for an outbreak in the U.S., she wants them to have their plans ready now. Healthcare providers need to plan for a surge at a hospital, the ability to provide personal protective equipment for your workforce, the administration, administration, 
oh, come on now, the controls by the administrations and so forth that you might put in place for a healthcare setting. So what is a pandemic? I'll tell you since you asked. A pandemic is described as an epidemic that spreads across a large region. I'm having an allergic reaction to something, and it could just be this conversation. Across continents and even the entire globe. Well, this week we're looking for something to watch. We flipped through all the streaming channels we subscribe to. And Netflix had a new show called Pandemic. So we figured we would watch it, and we watched the first episode, and it's very interesting, very informative. It was obviously created as a vaccine infomercial, but the timing of it was really suspect to me. It was obviously made and edited and ready for broadcast before the coronavirus event happened. So other people are starting to take note of the fact that Netflix pandemic, how to prevent an outbreak, is spreading fast, according to Mashable.com. Interest in the six-part docuseries has been supercharged by the deadly outbreak of the coronavirus in Wuhan, China, that's been dominating the headlines. The show takes a look at medical professionals and scientists preparing for what many have called an inevitable flu pandemic. It's an interesting series. It's very compelling, I will admit that. But like I said, once you get into it, you realize they're trying to sell vaccines. But that's not the only thing. A video game simulating a spread of a virulent disease called Plague, Inc. is one of the most downloaded games. And Steven Soderbergh's 2011 sci-fi thriller, Contagion, a shot to the top of the iTunes movie charts. The Daily Mail UK on January 24th reported on that. And I remember it, and as we were flipping through, I saw it, and I thought, interesting, very similar. I'm not a Matt Damon fan. Matt Damon. So I'm not going to probably watch it. Fans of the 2011 movie Contingent see the eerie similarities between the deadly coronavirus outbreak, which killed... Um, 26 people in the Matt Damon film. And, of course, we know the film does not end well. They lose control of the pandemic. And, interestingly enough, it shows that the virus originates with a bat in China, as some believe that the coronavirus has. You see it in a flashback. The fictional virus um, emerges when a bat that's infected infects a pig that's later handled by a chef who comes in contact with Gwyneth Paltrow's character, and she becomes patient zero. Many believe that a bat is the patient zero, if you will, of this virus in Wuhan. But there's another theory that's being floated that cannot be denied. It's possible that the food market that's actually like a street away from the lab is where the virus got out. That the Chinese microbiology lab that tests and works on the virus sold their test subjects to the meat market for extra money. Oh, yes, the researchers 
at the lab, they'll sell the animals they test the viruses on to the meat market. And they make a lot of money for it. So it's very possible that this virus got out just like that. Instead of properly disposing the infected animals to cremation, they sell them. One Beijing researcher who's now in jail made a million dollars selling his monkey and rats, monkeys and rats, on the live animal market where they eventually wound up in someone's stomach. If you remember, I mentioned that Israeli biological warfare expert Danny Shoham believes that the virus that originated in Wuhan's laboratory was a part of a secret biological weapons program. I've also found out that anybody who posts that information on Twitter uh, more than likely gets banned, some permanently. The Washington Times reported that on January 24th, the former Israeli military intelligence officer just came right out and said it's linked to Beijing's covert biological weapons program. So what about this timing? What about this timing of this Netflix show, Pandemic? Well, the two producers are doctors. Dr. Sherry Fink, one of the producers, says, Pandemic can tell us how new viruses emerge, how people around the world monitor for them, what frontline doctors face in trying to treat them, what it looks like to try and stop an outbreak, and the basic things that people can do themselves to stay healthy. What it can tell us about is this specific novel coronavirus. And when when they say novel, it simply means you have no immunity for it. Because, of course, we were not filming when this coronavirus came out. So it can't tell you what the situation is now where you live. The other producer, Dr. McGarry, says the good news is that at least our medical centers and others is that we're very prepared for this kind of an outbreak. McGarry practices emergency medicine at the Keck School of Medicine at the University of Southern California in L.A. County. He says, our staff regularly drills for this kind of things, just as you see in episode one of the documentary. Dr. Fink, Dr. Sherry Fink goes on to say, most people who aren't in the healthcare don't know that because of SARS, which was an earlier coronavirus outbreak in 2003, and because of some of the cases of Ebola in the U.S. many years ago, there has been an investment. But it's also true that hospitals and intensive care wards have only so much capacity and could be overwhelmed in a widespread outbreak. So they're basically trying to reassure us that doctors and physicians and EMS people are preparing already for a pandemic. Are they? Are they prepared? Dr. McGarry has said, I can guarantee you that every ER in the country right now has a post-it next to the triage station that says, criteria number one, do you have a fever? And in all caps, have you traveled to China or had exposure to anyone who's traveled to China in the last 14 days? Well, I'm sorry, Dr. McGarry, you might want to increase that to the last 21 days. 
now they're starting to see that the time frame between contact and symptoms is increasing. But they're honest enough to say it's possible that the new virus like this may ultimately not be contained. In case that happens, scientists are already working to develop diagnostics, medicines, and a vaccine similar to what they show on the show Pandemic about the flu. But if you remember last week, we talked about vaccines. That it may be a year or up to four years before they have one that actually works. But then they asked about the the masks, people purchasing surgical masks or N95 respirators. And both agree experts are not currently recommending their general use in the U.S. And Dr. McGarry goes on to warn people about these permanent fabric masks, the kind you'll often see sold in varying patterns uh, online. You see them on Facebook all the time right now. In theory, any mask you wear needs to be replaced every time you're exposed to something. There's no such thing as, quote, your own mask for the next three weeks. If you're going to do it, I don't recommend buying one with a skull and crossbones on it for $50 on Amazon. That doesn't make any sense medically. Yeah, but Doc, you look really cool when you're laying in the ER dying. He says the only spaces that you should consider wearing a mask like this outside of clinical settings is indoor areas that are tightly enclosed, namely airplanes and other such capsules. Viruses that are at least airborne viruses travel very poorly outdoors. So when you see the streets in the streets, <coughs> city people filled wearing masks, and it's a dramatic photo, but it's not really practical. I don't know. We're back to that safe, better safe than sorry. But definitely, if you're flying, as I know some people who have recently, I sincerely hope they were wearing a mask that clung tightly to their face. I, right now, uh, would really rather not fly. If I had the vehicle, I would drive, and if I had the money, I would charter a plane and fly privately. I wouldn't want to go through a public airport, but that blessing's not here yet, but it's coming. In an email to Mashable, the pandemic showrunner, that's basically the person that manages the show and gets it out there, Jeremiah Kroll, agreed with his colleague, stressing that the project was not created to instill fear in its viewers. All of this is scary because most of us don't know anything about it. The reason we made this series because there's a small group of people out there who do know a great deal about it and are working hard every day to save us from the worst of it. And you do see that. You do see the doctors on the show, a couple of which you wind up getting interested in, that this is their life. This is what they do. And I guess you'd have to be called to do it because there's a lot of downside. People die. Patients die. So right now, we have no idea the dimensions of this outbreak, no matter what they tell you, because it keeps changing the definition of what confirmed cases mean. Not all infected people have received a diagnosis, and some countries like Singapore and the U.S. have more proactive testing and containment efforts than others do. 
Now, yes, Chinese authorities took the extraordinary step to close off Wuhan, canceling planes and trains, leaving the city, suspending buses, subways, and ferries within it. And by January 24th, at least 12 other cities in the Hubei province had also issued travel restrictions, including Huanggang, the home of 7 million people, and Eshu, a city of 1 million people. The problem was the virus had been out possibly since December 1st. So by the time they closed everything down, the infected people were long gone. A number of countries like the United States and Australia Australia are limiting travel to some people who have recently traveled to China, and several major airlines have said they expect to halt direct service to the mainland China for months. I am, I'm of the, here's my opinion, and it's just my opinion. I would shut down all access to people and products coming from China until this thing is over. But experts say even closing borders to highly infected regions never succeeds completely because people slip in through other areas. There's no perfect shutdown. It's somewhat porous. You can close and rigorously screen. It may slow things, but all it's doing is buying time for drug treatments, developments, and vaccines. Various models estimate that the real number of cases is many times higher than what they're telling us. These are very early models that make several assumptions based on what evidence is available. David Hyman, epidemiologist at the London School of Hygiene and Tropical Medicine, they aren't truth. They're just one step in trying to better understand this outbreak. I've been of the opinion since day one, I've said it here, and I've said it on the SRT Overwatch Facebook page. We've been lied to from China from day one. Now, whether they were trying to protect themselves or this was intentional, I really don't know. I don't think, I think they wanted to use it to shut down the democracy movement, but they lost control of it. I don't think they wanted it to do what it's doing because it's eventually going to cost them dearly financially, and we already know that they've got some financial trouble. It's out. According to foxnews.com headline, coronavirus infections surge in Italy, South Korea, as the virus also kills at least eight in Iran. The number of novel coronaviruses in Italy, South Korea, have leaped upward. Also, the same thing, a viral outbreak is uh, blamed for eight deaths in Iran. Italy, South Korea, Iran. Italy has canceled its Venice Carnival, one of its big, big events. Famous for its elaborate mask, it was canceled by Italy as it races to contain the virus where a third person has already died from it. Nearly all of Italy's 133 cases are clustered in the north, including the northeast Veneto region, which includes Venice. They've got Italy has 10 cities on lockdown. 
prompting officials in the, the north area to issue warnings urging residents to stay home. Italy's first cases were that of a married Chinese couple who were on vacation in Rome. That surfaced in early February. Early February, look where we are now. It's exploding. Two-week, three-week incubation symptom period. 27 are reported in intensive care as of today, Sunday. The third victim that succumbed to the disease beside the other two elderly patients died in northern Italy over the past 48 hours. So they are quarantining dozens of towns in the northern regions of Lombardy and Veneto, where some 50,000 people live, according to the BBC. And here's the bigger problem. They have no idea who patient zero is. Initial suspicion in the northern region of Lombardy, which has been hard hit by the virus, fell on a businessman who recently returned from China, but he has tested negative. In Veneto, the doctors tested a group of eight Chinese visitors who had been to the town where the first Italian fatality took place, but they've all tested negative. The president of the Veneto region said, we are now even more worried because we cannot find patient zero, which means the virus is more ubiquitous than we thought. According to the Associated Press, bishops in several dioceses in northern Italy have issued directives Sunday. This is serious. Now listen to me, folks. They've issued directives Sunday that holy water fonts must be kept empty. I guess the water's not so holy after all. That communion wafers be placed in the hands of the faithful and not directly into their mouth by the priest celebrating Mass, and that congregants refrain from shaking hands or exchanging kisses during the symbolic sign of the peace ritual. I know that wasn't really important, but I I just wanted to read it out loud. South Korean President Moon Jae-in said Sunday that he's putting his country on its highest alert for infectious diseases and ordered officials to, quote, take unprecedented powerful steps to fight the soaring viral outbreak that has infected more than 600 people in the past few days. Moon said his government decided to increase its antivirus alert level by one notch to red, the highest level that allows authorities to order the temporary closure of schools and reduce the operation of public transportation and flights to and from South Korea. The South Korean leader said that the outbreak has reached a crucial watershed that the next few days will be critical. A spike in the cases triggered South Korea's national level as I said, to red alert for the first time since the 2009 H1N1 swine flu outbreak. Now, you notice you don't hear anything from North Korea. Many people believe the numbers are even higher there, but they don't tell the truth much about anything, and they're not telling anybody about what's going on with the coronavirus. In South Korea, the Dainam, D-A-E-N-A-M, if I mispronounce that hospital, in Changdo is completely under quarantine. The entire hospital, dozens of confirmed patients either work in or have visited the hospital. The Israeli government said nine South Korean tourists who visited the country recently have tested positive for the coronavirus. Israel has urged its citizens 
who have come in close contact with the tour group to self-quarantine. See, this is how it sneaks out. You take an area like China with millions of people. You let them get out, whether on purpose or by accident, and they begin that one infects seven, which infects and then keeps exploding. Oh, by the way, it's not the normal one to two. Now they believe that this thing could, every one person could infect seven people. Virus clusters are growing. And they're growing in areas that have no link to China. And they're struggling to explain and trace where these clusters have started. That's why the World Health Organization said Saturday the 28 confirmed cases reported in Iran. They can't figure it out. They believe it may come from Chinese technology people that are helping to build uh, a plant there. They have no idea. And they've already had one fatality of the first eight hospitalized in Qom and two in Tehran. 18% of those infected with the new coronavirus in Iran have already died, compared with a little more than 3% in China. As a preventative measure, authorities in Iran have closed schools, universities, and other educational centers in 14 provinces across the country from Sunday, starting from Sunday. This is amazing. And the World Health Organization has no idea where the Iran cases originated. Health Minister Saeed Namaki told uh, State TV that they believe it may have come from China to Qom in central Iran. Among those who died from the virus was a merchant who regularly shuttled between the two countries using indirect flights in recent weeks. So Iran has stopped all direct passenger flights to and from China. But they don't know. They've carried out 785, I'm sorry, coronavirus virus investigation since the outbreak began. This is troubling. They have no clue where it's come from. They have no clue why it's spreading quicker in Iran than other places. Could it be that the Chinese company that has been building a solar plant in Iran did it? They have they don't know. They're guessing. They're grasping at straws. But all the people who died in Iran are Iranian citizens. The World Health Organization is expressing concern at the speed at which the virus has spread in Iran and has been exported to other Islamic republics such as Lebanon. We are just wondering about the potential of more exported cases in the coming days, said Sylvie Brienne, director of World Health Organization's Global Infectious Hazard Preparedness Departments. Iranians have been snapping up facial uh, surgical face masks in order to avoid catching the virus. Their largest uh, uh, online retailer, Digicala, the Iran's equivalent of Amazon, said it sold 75,000 masks within 36 hours. 
and they're suspending all passenger movement, air and ground, to and from Iran, so says the Afghanistan National Security Council. Jordan, also on February 23rd, denied entry of non-Jordanians coming from Iran. In fact, the travelers from Iran have already been discovered in Canada and Lebanon, as well as Iraq, Kuwait, and Saudi Arabia. So as the world wrestles with the threat, some are finally questioning the official stories, as we've done here on Overwatch since day one. On February 15th, the New York Post reported that Chinese President Xi Jinping was aware of the deadly coronavirus that ravaged his country much earlier than originally reported. Xi gave unspecified internal orders about the virus on January 7th during a meeting of this country's Politburo Standing Committee, according to the New York Times, which noted that the remarks came two weeks earlier than his first public comments on January 20th. What does that tell you? They knew. They kept it to themselves. Excuse me. They tried to contain it, lost control of it, and when they finally told the world, it was out. According to the New York Times, authorities have acknowledged for the first time that Mr. Xi was aware of the epidemic two weeks before he publicly spoke about it. And while officials at its epicenter in the city of Wuhan were still playing down its dangers. It finally draws the question whether their top officials, Chinese top officials, did too little, too late. I think that answer is already obvious. In in early January, when it became public by the doctor who leaked it online and then eventually died from it, that Wuhan was the center of the outbreak, they were giving assurances that there was no clear evidence of human-to-human transmission when there was. Japan has more confirmed coronaviruses than any country outside of China as it reported due to the Diamond Princess, which was kept in quarantine at the dock in Yokohama. That's another way to get a virus out, get people in a closed environment like a cruise ship infected. French officials announced that a new coronavirus case this past Saturday, yesterday, just hours after reporting that an 80-year-old Chinese tourist had died from the virus at a hospital in Paris. It's just amazing to me. All of this is amazing to me, that we're still talking about it. I was going to move on to other things, but then the new information that came out this week was just so much, I knew I had to finish this part of the report up. And what I'm going to do, rather than try to do one every Sunday, I'm just going to take the information I have and begin to post shows so that we can keep up with it. This is unusual. With the Mears virus and the SARS virus, it happened, and then it died down. And the information began to get less. In this case, with the coronavirus, this particular virus, 
it's increasing. The other thing we have to start thinking about is China's effect on product lines, like the iPhone and other electronic devices. This pandemic will disrupt China's supply chain. I mean, let's get real. If employees, if, if employees can't show up to work, they can't build smartphones. And how do they deal with the threat of a global supply chain disruption by a highly infectious pandemic that could last on surfaces for nine days? I won't be buying one. <laughs> Technology is their thing. That's what they do. And the facilities in the major technology cities like Beijing, Shanghai, Hong Kong, Guangzhou, Shenzhen, they're going to get overloaded. They can only produce what they can produce. And as the demand has expanded, it's gone to other tech cities, (coughs) one of which is Wuhan. Wuhan has become a tech center. Who's going to make these products? As people across China become more and more infected, as plants shut down, as people stay home or are forced to stay home, maybe it's time for these companies to start making their stuff in America. Foxconn, along with Pegatron, are the two most important manufacturing and component firms for the iPhone. They manufacture Apple products at their factories and have shipping centers in other major Chinese cities, including Wuhan, where over 10,000 Foxconn workers are said to be affected by the virus outbreak. And every single Chinese provincial province, I'm sorry, critical to the manufacture of technology products has reported cases of the virus. So what that did was, Apple's first quarter financial results are down. In fact, they may not even be able to report anything for the second quarter due to the continued impact of the virus. Apple has admitted the outbreak has hit its iPhone supply chain and lowered demand in China following the temporary closure of its stores in the Middle Kingdom. McDonald's and Starbucks and other stores are closing in China until the virus threat is over. Cruise ships are canceling trips to China. Major yearly conferences that happen this time of year in technology um, centers are being canceled, some at the last minute. Given the world's appetite for consumer electronics that come from China, We're going to see an impact. We're going to see factories go to robotic and automated systems rather than skilled labor. Financial markets are on edge amid fears of the global pandemic, the potential of a global pandemic. The Dow Industrial um, crashed and rebounded several times over the last few weeks, and Chinese stocks have plunged as the coronavirus outbreak gets worse. According to MoneyMarkets.com, aside from the physical implications of a virus that spreads like a flu, investors are thinking about something else, profits. When there is an outbreak, people stay home. 
They don't go out to eat. They don't travel, and they don't go out shopping. That means profits for restaurants, travel companies, and retailers will go down because people aren't spending their money with those companies. I live here in Orlando, one of the top tourist centers in the world. Tourists coming in and out of the Orlando International Airport, hotels, theme parks. I'll be staying home, and I wouldn't be surprised if as this gets worse and people start to figure out that the American officials have dropped the ball, they're going to stay home too. And even if the outbreak stays mostly contained to China, China is such a large player in the global economy, any slowdown will affect the U.S. economy. In a Vox China report, China accounted for 65% of the total increase in outward portfolio investments from emerging market economies. In 2018, with a net asset position of $2.1 trillion, China was the third largest creditor after Japan and Germany. China owns $1.1 trillion in U.S. Treasury notes as of October 2019, and it regularly buys U.S. debt to support the value of the dollar. Didn't you know that China owns a lot of America? It owns a lot of land. It owns a lot of company. It owns $1.1 trillion in Treasury notes that if they were to call them due, we'd be in trouble. And if that isn't enough, China contributes to 6% of all revenue for the Standard & Poor's 500 companies over the last 12 months. So it would be safe to say, as China's economy goes, so does the economy of several other nations. Now, who's going to take the brunt of this? As we already said, travel companies. United Airlines Holding, Inc., American Airlines Group, Inc., Southwest Airlines Group, Inc. are all taking a beating on the NASDAQ and the New York Stock Exchange. In fact, last month, American Airlines shares are down more than 5%, while United Airlines has dropped more than 8%. But somebody's got to be making money. Supply and demand, right? Well, medical supply companies such as Indonesian-based Top Glove, a manufacturer of more than 70 billion pairs of rubber surgical gloves, has seen its stock jump nearly 14%. Two other companies, Kusan Rubber Industries and Supermax Corporation, both based in Malaysia and supply latex gloves, have jumped nearly 10% in the last week. Who would have thought? Hey, you want to make some money? Invest in rubber gloves. Well, I bet they're thinking it now. So what do, what do we do? How do we watch this? We're hearing that the surgical masks don't work, but yet people are buying them in droves. How much can you do to stop this in the natural if they really don't understand it? If it's has no natural immune system, if there are no vaccines for it currently. Well, you better know how to pray. You better understand the power of the Holy Spirit. You better understand that Psalm 91 covering about pestilence not coming near your dwelling. You better have some faith because you're going to be in situations that it's going to be tested. 
What's really going on? As I prayed about it this week, and I already mentioned to you what the Lord showed me in January of 2018 about a pandemic being the trigger that would eventually lead to the mark of the beast. We'll talk about that more next time on Overwatch. I have some more things I want to tie to that. But the other day when when, uh, Larry and I were praying about this, I began to ask the Lord direct questions. Is this the pandemic that you showed me that would trigger the mark of the beast? Or is it a dry run? His response was, it's a dry run. The next one will be the one. So right now what we're seeing is the spirit of the Antichrist that wants that mark of the beast. The powers that be that want that. The the supernatural and natural powers that are behind it are testing people's reaction, and right now our reaction isn't very good. Now, what happens if there's a second one right behind this one that is a mutated version of this one that the vaccines that they're creating now won't be able to deal with? People will be desperate. They're already desperate. Look what's happening in China. Go on Twitter and YouTube and look at the videos that are coming out of people being locked in their apartments, of them spraying um, sanitizing spray to kill the virus. And what they're doing is killing hundreds of animals at a time. I'm sure that there are good Chinese people. I am sure that there are believers there. I know that they are. But I am of of the opinion right now that the government of China needs to be ostracized. Until this gets figured out, or until there's a democratic government or a change in power, you can't trust anything they say. President Trump is right. His obligation is to protect the American people from this. And when you have swamp dwellers in the deep state still in positions of power making decisions without his oversight or input, you can see that we are at the whim and mercy of shadow players. I'll just call them that. I answer to a higher power. My trust is in the Lord. My faith is in the Lord, but I'm not going to be foolish either. You shouldn't be either. Psalm 91, if you um, listen to Laporte on Wednesday nights, I think I'm going to start dealing with spiritual warfare in regards to this and uh, teach on Psalm 91. If you're not listening to the porch, you should be. It used to be that reflections in the dark, that numbers were so great that it fed into the porch. And once we stopped doing it, that kind of stopped, and I'm hoping that you'll spread the word about Overwatch, that you'll help us get the word out, and we'll be able to tie the two together again. How do you stay safe? Like I said, stay prayed up, understand your power, don't travel to China. If you do have to travel, make sure you wear a really good face mask, the 3M face mask that they are getting. Let me pull it up right here, right now. I will tell you what it is. Now, the ones that they're storing 
are the 3M 8511 respirator N95. It has a cool flow valve. Valve. A 10-pack is $55, and they're already back-ordered. So if you have to travel, if you have to go out and about, if you're in a contained area, if you think you're at risk, that's what you should be getting. I did. They're on order. Because I'm believing that we're going to be out shooting the rest of the documentary, The Deep Darkness, and we're going to be traveling, but I'm also believing that the breakthrough blessing is coming and that your travel will either be contained within our own vehicle or possibly we'll be able to purchase uh, time on charter flights. I actually have a Christian brother in Texas that has his own uh, fractional ownership charter company, and I'm going to be talking to him soon to see what we can work out. If you'd like to support what we do, go to FirefallTalkRadio.com. If you're on social media, follow us on SRT Overwatch, our Facebook page. We're on Twitter, and we're on uh, Instagram, at both as Supernatural Response Team. Folks, we're going to keep talking about this. We're going to connect all the dots. As you connect the dots, you'll begin to see things from a different perspective. And once your eyes are opened, you'll never be the same. I'm Richard Grund. This has been Overwatch on Firefall Talk Radio. This weekend at Kohl's, take an extra 15% off. Save on men's and women's denim. Get Under Armour shoes for the family, $59.99 and under. And pick up a Power XL air fryer, just $84.99. Plus, take an extra $10 off your back-to-school purchase of $50 or more. Plus, store drive-up. And get a little more for your wallet with Kohl's Cash. Shop Kohl's and Kohl's.com. Select styles, 15% off with promo code Notebook and August 16th. Under Armour offers and coupons do not apply. 10 off 50 with promo code BTS10 and August 23rd. Some exclusions apply. See store or Kohl's.com for details. If we want to list every way Spreaker can help podcast publishers, well, we need a podcast of our own. Whether you're in charge of long-running series with extensive backlogs or countless limited series, you can organize and monetize your entire catalog with Spreaker. With Spreaker's customizable publisher plan, you can add collaborators, analyze extensive listener analytics, and even share exclusive content through custom RSS feeds. And that's just for starters. Head to Spreaker.com to learn more. That's S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R.com. Dot com.